Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the events from yesterday, October 29th, and today, October 30th of 2020. And we are going to get started with the Belgian royal family in just a minute. So, I mentioned this at the end of yesterday's episode, which... Thank you for those of you that are um, showing support for it. I really appreciate that. Um, It wasn't something that I ever thought I would do um, unless, like, something major had happened. Um, But then I realized that that was something major, the attack on Paris being the third of the month. Um... And so I didn't want to negate its importance, even though, yes, there's a lot going on in the rest of the world, um, something that I am consistently living every day. But um, I want to, at some point, I don't know when this will happen, but dive deep, deeper into like how royals respond to certain things. Um, Good events, bad events, um, world-changing events. So um, that is something like I want to explore in the future. So thank you for those of you that are showing support for yesterday's um, very specific episode. Um, And so with that, I do want to address um, something that I mentioned at the very end, but like I didn't want it to be the focus. So today, obviously, we're talking about the events from yesterday and today. Um, There weren't a lot of events today, so this is going to be kind of a normal daily episode just covering events from yesterday um, because there really wasn't a lot that happened today. In fact, there was virtually nothing. Um, But then I have decided at least this week um, I'm going to record... On Sunday, if something has happened in um, the royal world over the weekend, I'll record and talk about it. Um, I already know that there's going to be an episode up Monday morning um, because there's stuff happening right now that's being leaked in the British royal papers. Um, But because it's not in today, um, that'll happen tomorrow. Um, And then there are some events going on tomorrow for other royal families as well. So there will be an episode up on Monday. It'll probably be kind of short. There will be an episode up on Tuesday. Um, And I do want to preface, and I'll talk about this a little bit more in the episode I record Monday that goes up Tuesday morning. I don't know if there will be an episode up for Wednesday. Um... The goal is yes. The goal is to get it recorded before anything happens. Um, And then to just not miss a day. That being said, I live in America. I will be paying very, 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 very close attention to the election on Tuesday. Um, But I should have enough time um, to record before polls close in the states um, and returns start coming in. That's the plan. Um, 
that being said, this has been a really chaotic couple of weeks for Americans and voter suppression and just things that are happening. Um, and so I am a person who is available to go stand in line with voters to make sure they stay there and everything. Um, so that's like the tentative plan right now is to still have an episode up on Tuesday like normal um, and then, or on Wednesday like normal and then just pretend like nothing is happening. Um, but that could change. So we'll talk about it a little bit more on the episode that comes out on Tuesday, kind of what my final decision is. Um, but also know that that decision is fluid as well. So that's what's been, <laughs> those are like the pseudo announcements I have. I've been working on catching up, um, on all the social media. I'm caught up on Instagram, which is awesome. Um, I'm working on Tumblr and the website kind of like today and a little bit tomorrow, but mostly that'll happen on Sunday. Um, and then I'll get in the, I'll get back in the swing of things. It's starting to happen. Um, I've just been in free fall and very anxious about things. So we'll get through it. I always do. Um, not going to be a huge deal, hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are the like brief announcements that I have. Nothing too exciting, I hope. Um, and with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to the Belgian royal family. While there was nothing today, Friday, in Belgium, there were a few events yesterday that I want to talk about. Um, so for some reason, the weekly audience with Belgian Prime Minister was held on Thursday, um, which was a variation on what kind of had been the tradition. Now, look, there's a lot going on in the world. COVID is a big thing. Um, and I do think the Prime Minister gave his COVID address Monday, so that was like the focus, I think, of his day. Um, but it was very interesting that the weekly audience between King Philippe and the Prime Minister was held on the Thursday. Um, and then Queen Mathilde continued her attendance in different um, Belgian Sustainable Development Goal Forum conversations. Um, as well, but then she also yesterday held two digital audiences with laureates of the Le Tour Belay Award. Um, so she first spoke with um, Professor Andrew Hattersley, who won the um, Health Prize, and for his work in discovering genetic forms of diabetes. Um, this all goes just way over my head to just throwing that out there. Um, and then she also met with Sarah Maria Fint, um, who won the medical research grant for her research on the formation of cancer I know how to say this word, but when I think about it for too long, I say it wrong. 
um, but metastases. Um, so basically when cancer moves from one part of the body to another, it metastasizes. Um, and so this professor is doing research on how those formation of um, cancer, cancerous cells metastasize. Um, so that is what she was up to yesterday and what the Belgian royal family was up to. They had no events today that they reported on. Um, and so, yeah, that's what was going on in Belgium. And now we are move over to the United Kingdom to check how their past two days have been. There actually hasn't been anything public facing for um, the past couple of days in the UK, um, but there was some stuff on the court circular for yesterday, and I haven't yet checked today's. We'll do that um, live on the podcast like we always do. Um, so yesterday, Charles was meeting with different um, MPs or like British government officials about economics and economic recovery, um, presumably after the COVID or the on the economic crisis that the COVID-19 pandemic has caused. Um, so that was his day yesterday. And then um, I'm going to check on today's court circular right now um, just to see what has been going on there. Um, wow, there's a lot of, okay. Um, yeah, there's nothing on the court circular today. Um, from any of the royals that I talk about, the Princess Royal is on there, um, Princess Anne, but I don't talk about her. So, and she just had one engagement or she had one engagement. Um, so yeah, that's what's been going on. It was expected that this would be a lighter week for the British Royals, um, and especially so in this podcast where we are only talking about five members and only two of them were working this week. So, um, but there will be a lot of good stuff, um, good Royal content from the British over the weekend. So it'll be fantastic. And I can't not wait until the episode that goes up on Monday. Um, so again, make sure to check that out, but for now, we're going to go ahead and move on to the Danish Royal family, um, since nothing else was happening in the UK. Again, no events today from the Danish royal family, um, but they did have uh, one event yesterday. Um, so Crown Princess Mary attended the opening of Stroke Line um, on 
World Stroke Day. Um, so the stroke being like the issue in the brain. Um, and so stroke line is a Stroke line is a hotline that you can call into to describe symptoms and um, they can help you determine whether you need to seek stroke medical intervention or other kinds of medical intervention or any medical intervention at all. Um, this is a, a hotline to call to really determine what the best course of care is. And we know um, just based on science that um, stroke the care and treatment of a stroke is so time sensitive that it is extremely important to have fast, reliable people taking these calls or examining these symptoms. Um, so this is what Stroke Line has created. I think it is awesome. Um, and like what an awesome day to open the event on World Stroke Day, like it aligned very well. Um, so that was a really cool thing. Um, so yeah, that's what was going on in the Danish Royal family today, uh, or yesterday today. Now I will say, I don't know how to talk about this and I haven't seen any like write-ups on it yet. Um, I did get a notification in my Apple podcast subscription box, um, that the Queen Margrethe podcast Queen, the Queen and Art. Um, they did release a new episode from what I can tell from the title. It's about ballet, um, but I don't really know because I don't speak Danish, nor have I listened to it um, or put it through the translator. So it did come out if you are a Danish speaker or if you can generally understand Danish, which means you would also speak Norwegian or Swedish, um, then feel free to listen to it. I wish I could. Um, but any Scandinavian language is not one that I have learned really at all other than like the basics. So that's what was going on in Denmark. And now for a surprise of the week, we are going to move on to the Netherlands. Again, no events today from the Dutch Royals, um, but yesterday there were a good number of events, which I was surprised because I think I had mentioned the day before um, that there wasn't anything on the calendar till November 6th, and I truly did not expect to see them until then. Um, however, in breaking with the mold, as they always have for me, um, they had a day full of events yesterday that were all like really pleasantly surprising. Um, so first, um, kind of in order, um, King Willem Alexander visited the Hog London Medical Center um, to learn about their experience with COVID-19 from the beginning to like the middle of the pandemic to now in this beginning of um, the second wave, the third wave, whatever wave you're considering this. Um, of cold and flu season spiking um, 
COVID cases that Europe is undergoing and really everywhere else, but like Europe is the, the hotspot for it right now. Um, so he visited the, it's like a hospital, um, while Queen Maxima visited, um, the Family Practitioners Association to also talk about how family practices are um, coping and handling COVID-19. So that's um, similar to a few days ago, King Philippe held a similar event where he saw general practitioners um, who are in a much different role than um, a hospital would have in the pandemic. Um, so that was the focus of Queen Maxima's visit to that um, group of doctors. Um, and then to end the day, uh, King Willem Alexander did have an in-person audience with the Prime Minister of Carousel. So I have a story about Carousel, and it has nothing to do with the country in and of itself, um, but rather the fact that today I learned how to pronounce it. Um, so Carousel has a very particularly odd spelling um, that I never really knew how to spell. I was always saying it like Caracas, which is in Venezuela. Um, or I said something else that's like also not anything related to Carousel. And today I was like, okay, this is like important. I want to learn how to say it appropriately. And so today I learned that there's a liqueur um, called like Blue Carousel from this country. And I, all of the pronunciation videos were focused on like teaching bartenders and bar goers how to say this drink name, but also from the country of Carousel. So that's what I learned today. It was a very interesting um, day for me to learn that. <laughs> um, it actually took a while because I found one that showed you the correct way to pronounce it supposedly after you listened to it wrong 10 times. So that took a while to unlearn. Um, that was unfortunate. But then after that, things became a little bit clearer um, and I learned how to say carousel. So that was my achievement for the day. Very low level achievement. But anyway, um, and so Carousel is part of the Kingdom of the Netherlands. Um, they do use King Willem Alexander as the head of state, but similar to, um, other, you know, countries in like the Commonwealth for the United Kingdom, um, they use, they have a prime minister, um, who runs like the day-to-day -day operations, but as head of state, they use, um, King Willem Alexander, or like if you're a Commonwealth country, you um, most of the time Queen Elizabeth is going to be head of state, um, even though she has very little to do with the running of the country. Um, so it was just like a fun little fun fact for you all today. Um, and that was the day yesterday from the Dutch royal family. Like I said, a pleasant surprise event series of events that seemed really focused on like what's going on um which I was I was happy to see um I was kind of again I don't always want to share this but like I was we all know I was miffed with them for everything um and then 
Like they, you know, I was like, oh, they're actually not going to do any work for, on their, what was their vacation. Um, and I was just like not happy with that. I thought it was kind of petty, but then they did. And that made me very happy. I was like, oh, okay, cool. All is forgiven. Um, and so that's what was going on in the Dutch Royal family. Excuse my dog. I don't know if you heard that, but she did just whine because she's getting mad at me. Um, I don't know why other than she's jealous. Um, so yeah, that is what's been going on in the Dutch Royal family, at least publicly. Um, and so with that, we are going to move on to the Norwegian Royal family. Yesterday, we're going to start with yesterday's events in Norway, um, because there were events today. So yesterday, um, there were a couple, actually, there were a good amount of events, um, one public, but um, privately, Crown Prince Akun held an audience with the foreign minister. Crown Prince Akun is currently still serving as regent, um, and Queen Sonia was present for this meeting. Um, and then Queen Sonia also had a board meeting with the uh, with representatives of or with the board obviously of the queen sonia print award um, but then also throughout the through um in like the later part of the day akun and sonia hosted a lunch for um norwegian healthcare workers where they were able to thank them personally uh, with some there wasn't like all of norway's healthcare system um, but with some of the healthcare workers to thank them for their amazing work during the pandemic. Um, Norway is one of those countries who kind of got it right um, very quickly, which isn't the case everywhere. Um, and then also um, to talk about the surge in cases, um, because to my knowledge, I haven't, I haven't looked at Norway's numbers. I haven't looked at a lot of the numbers because I'm like, living my own numbers right now um but um talk about the upcoming surge and what's happening there and how um norway's healthcare system is getting ready for that um so that is what was going on yesterday um and then today it's friday so akun presided over the Council of State and then held um, two audiences, one for the Order of St. Olaf and then one for the winner of the King's Gold Medal. Um, but then later on, after Council of State was over and some time had passed, um, it was announced, I am very happy, that King Harald will be returning to work officially starting on Sunday, his sick leave will be over on November 1st and he will resume um, his duties as monarch. So Crown Prince Regent is no more. He is now just, you know, back to Crown Prince Akun um, and things are back to normal in Norway, at least starting on Sunday, which is, it's really cool. I'm very glad that everything went so well um, that Harald is going to be able to return to work in the time frame expected. I was not looking for him to return this, like, 
in the time frame they announced, but he is. Um, that's just like really, really good. So really good news out of Norway. Um, it's been a weird, a weird, weird month for them. Um, but really, really happy that King Harald is returning. Um, so yeah, that's what was going on in Norway over the past few days. And now we are going to move on to Spain. Again, another royal family with no events today. I'm telling you guys, there was nothing today. It was, like, for me, who kind of took yesterday, not off, but, like, who didn't do a normal podcast, I was a little worried about the length of today's. Um, but, like, we're not covering multiple days' worth of events, so that's really good. We're just covering mostly Thursday um, because there were no events for Friday, really from anyone. Um, so yesterday was audience day for the Spanish royal family. That's like all that was happening. Um, so I, I'm not really sure how to order this. I guess we'll just start with Felipe's and then go to Leticia's. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, King Felipe hosted or held two military audiences um, at the Royal Palace in Madrid. Um, so he met with colonels and ship captains, um, as well as heads of units that are returning from um, different operations throughout the world. Um, so these three were from operations in Lebanon, Iraq, and then the Baltic Republics. Um, and so he was speaking with them about their experiences. Um, and you know, military audiences are like, they're kind of the audiences the royal household talks the least about because of the sensitive nature of the topics discussed. Um, like obviously these are military operations and so those need to remain private. Um, but I did find it really cool, like the way we've adapted audiences um, for Felipe to have these military audiences in a um, setting. So, you know, previously it used to be like obviously much more um, up close, like you were able to shake hands and have each individual service member introduce themselves. Um, but instead they've adapted that to be like each person, each service member, will announce themselves to the king as he kind of walks through. Um, and then they'll sit down and have a chat in a very socially distanced way. Um, so it was a really cool kind of adaptation that I didn't see the first time he held a military audience. Um, but this was like a cool way to see that kind of adapt and change as the world around us is adapting and changing. Um, so those were his audiences. Meanwhile, Queen Letizia was having her audiences at Zarzuela, which is where, like, their offices are and kind of their house. It's their, their living situation. It's, it's not confusing, but, like, 
Zarzuela is a palace, but then it's also grounds. Um, and they have a house on the grounds of Zarzuela. They don't actually live in a traditional palace. They live in almost a, it's a large house, but it's a house. It's like a normal house um, that has like normal looking exterior at least there aren't a lot of pictures of the interior of their of their home but like exterior it looks like a house um so when I say like it's also where they live it is but they don't live in Zarzuela they live near Zarzuela it's like a two-minute car ride um where they don't go on any public roads or anything like that like they're still on the palace grounds they're just in their own house it's very it's all very normal (laughs) I don't know why I needed to explain that today, but I did. Um, so Letizia had her audiences at Zarzuela and they were really focused on like women and careers. Um, so first she met with um, the group Women in a Legal World. Um, and then like, so again, kind of like greeting and then sitting in a socially distanced Um, situation to have conversations about what's going on there Um, and then she also met with this is the most confusing so it's this is the quote the English translated quote but I it's Queen Letizia held an audience with actually it says Her Majesty the Queen receives the working group of the STEM woman Chair for the Promotion of Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics, STEM, Teachings in Sustainable Mobility. What I gathered from that is she was focusing on women in STEM careers through this group meeting. Um, So she, same thing, walked in. Now, in the first group... I do think it was all women, which made sense to me, um, given the situation. Yeah, it is. It's all women in the first group with the women in a legal world. Um, But then in the second group, the two supposedly, like, just based on picturing and protocol, um, knowing Spanish royal family protocol by now, Um, The two most important people, aside from Queen Letizia in that room, were men. So I'm really confused. Um, You know, great. So glad men are promoting women working in STEM fields. That's awesome. Um, But why? (laughs) Like, it just, to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But um, anyway... That was just like an odd thing that I noticed when the day was supposed to be focused on like women and careers. Um, why are we meeting with two men who are promoting women in STEM education and careers? But I'm probably being too picky, which I am. So that's what was going on in Spain yesterday. No events today. Um, And let's see, there is one event tomorrow that we'll touch on in um, Monday's episode. So with that, um, there were actually no events in Sweden over the weekend uh, or over. It's not the weekend yet. That's cute for me. 
that I think that um, over the past two days, there were no events from the Swedish royal family. Again, there's something going on this weekend. I don't quite know what it is or if it'll be super public. Um, if it is, I'll talk about it, but I'm not sure. So that'll be potentially in Monday's episode, but I don't know. So with that, um, that is the end of this episode. I will talk to you all on Monday for weekend updates. Um, I'm sorry, SNL, I did not mean to steal that, but, um, that, that's what they are. Um, so with that, I will talk to you all on Monday, but until then, have an incredible weekend. Uh, thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you on Monday. Bye.